Welcome to Team Rabbitol Edition 116. Harness your chi with Sifu Paul Boggy Brighton. Well met. How's it going, Sifu Boggy? All is good. All is all is good in the hood, as I normally say, as I, I wear uh, hoods quite a lot. But uh, yes, all is good. Uh, thank you for welcoming me on the show. Most definitely. Uh, all is good in the hood. You were saying it. Maybe it's like, uh, the first thing that came to mind is like, all is good in the Dow. Technically, I guess we'll get into Taoism for sure and yin yang kind of stuff at some point because I know um, I was on one of your productions. I don't know if you're still doing that. Uh, about a year ago, and we got off into like dragons and chi and qigong and all sorts of stuff. But briefly, um, one thing I do uh, on this podcast is take the number of the episode which in this case is 116, and reduce it numerologically to a major arcana card in the Tarot, and that would be 8, which is strength card. Uh, I face my fears with the strength of love and patience. Strength is about trusting yourself, letting your inner endurance shine, using your power to embrace the amazing person within. You have everything within you to succeed. Raphael, what would the Galactic Heritage card be? So we have number 8. Arcturus, cosmic midwifery, parallel. All civilizations need guides, seen and unseen, that help them grow. The Arcturus energy has guided humanity from a place of compassion and unconditional love since its inception. It plays the role of a cosmic midwife, assisting us through birth and death in the physical reality. This energy also helps us through major life transitions. You've pulled this card because you have a connection to the Arcturus energy in this life or another. That energy is working with you again to reconnect, visualize a bright orange star, and breathe in its energy directly to your heart. Nice. The star makes me think of the Merkaba. Um, so, Paul, or Sifu Boggy, I'm not sure what you want me to address you as, uh, did that resonate at any level? Uh, yes, it did. Uh, f firstly, well, um, well, my name, you know, my name is Paul. My my given name uh, is Boggy, which means the balancer between the chaos and the carnus. That is my Taoist name uh, that was uh, given to me by my Sifus. So, uh, but but in the Tao, you know, uh, you know, you are what you are. So call me what you want. It's all good. Uh, as for the show, the, the fact, the fact it was, uh, what do you say? It was, uh, um, yeah, it goes down to an eight, an eight in Taoist. Well, you turn an eight to its side in Egyptian, that's immortality, which is also the same in Taoism. The eight is also a dragon number. Uh, and the fact it's, uh, one, one, six, uh, with six is the divine feminine number and two, two and eight are my coincidental numbers anyway. So, uh, and then with everything you guys said on top, uh, yeah, it all resonates very much. So. That's always cool to see how that works. Uh, Raphael, go ahead and read the little blip I wrote, and then I'll kind of go into uh, picking his brain. Having studied Qigong, Tai Chi, Reiki, and other Eastern traditions, this Brit has been on the digital front line, raising vibes and awareness. 
Join the team as we get our inner electric alchemy right with Paul. So I stumbled upon you, I'm pretty sure, through Shanine, um, who has just recently had a child. But uh, she was going pretty hard in the paint with um, social networking and kind of awareness spreading for a while. I mean, she still is, but it's kind of shifted now that she's a mom, I can tell. Um, I've been trying to get her on the podcast. It's been a minute, and we keep uh, having to reschedule it. But uh, I turned on to you through her, and I, like I said, I had been on your podcast. Uh, I think it, the, the mindfulness of uh, mindful consciousness or something like that. Remind me what it was called. Yeah, it was called uh, – what it's still about is called The Way of Conscious Mindfulness. It's a play on words is that uh, technically within Taoism, um, everything that exists in the universe, that's everything, is conscious. Um, that in, in actual fact, everything is energy. Uh, quantum physics um, – within quantum physics, they were actually saying that they were looking at atoms and atoms themselves appear to be conscious. So within the ancient knowledge of Taoism, everything is conscious. Um, and it's the thing of mindfulness is your awareness, is to be aware that, you know, a lot of people, you know, go, walk, spend their life in, in a haze and it's until you actually awake, awake up you know, allow yourself to wake and be mindful of the situation you live in, uh, that then you become conscious, um, mindful consciousness. So it's a sort of a boggy Taoist joke. Well, it's, it's really appropriate. I know that I don't know how much, um, into particularly Taoism Raphael is, but, uh, he's, uh, into a guy named Daryl Anka who channels an entity named Bashar. And it's very similar kind of vibes in the sense of it's like everything's awake and awesome and tap into that. Remember that Buddha does mean awake. So what you're kind of describing is about that. So, I mean, let's just, you could be as specific or as long winded as you'd prefer. Kind of tell me where you're coming from uh, and how you kind of got to where you are now. I don't know if you've lived in China or if you've always been on the island of England and you've just done all this kind of virtual, um, you know, mobily from there. But kind of tell us, you know, where you're coming from and how you got to where you are. Yes, yeah, certainly. Well, I just wanted to say first, uh, Bashar is, uh, yep, yeah, he's a, a very uh, awesome. Also, I say, dude, it's it's a, it's a being, it's a collective consciousness. But uh, um, according to the the things that we go by, is that um, Taoism is not originating from here it originates elsewhere in the space and Taoism itself is said to be like a collective uh following it is it is a it is a philosoph philosophical system to the point that george lucas actually admitted um back in the 70s that he uh, uh that De that uh, uh, the Jedi were actually based on uh, Eastern principles, but especially Taoism uh, and and Buddhism, and in, to the point where where Chi itself is the Force, or the Force is Chi. And if you sort of follow the the whole Star Wars canon, um, that what was meant to happen is that uh, in the story was that. Um, that uh, uh, Luke Skywalker actually found the grey code, and the grey code is the mix of the dark, the Sith, and the light, the the Jedi, and the grey code is basically Taoism itself. So it's a, a mixture of the two. But anyway, 
back to me. So yeah, um, I was bullied uh, as a kid uh, uh, a fair bit and went into martial arts about 12 years old and um, uh, through martial arts, one of the first martial arts I did was Katida, which I think is called Kicks and Now, but um, it, it, it had uh, a belt system and the adjudicators from the uh, National Chinese Martial Arts Association back in the 80s in the UK um, would have different adjudicators that would come to uh, to do the belts for different, uh, especially the Eastern martial arts. And um, my one of my Sifus, uh, Mei Lei Shen, he especially Especially did this role looking for in what he would call interesting people. Uh, so I started off like 12 years old. He sort of talked to my parents and indicated he would like to uh, uh, train me and, uh, and, and teach me uh, the, the Taoist arts, the different arts. And so around about 12 years old, I started learning... Um, Shaolin Kung Fu, uh, Qigong in general. So Qigong, sometimes people uh, say uh, Qigong or Qigong, but it's uh, Qi. Qigong is an umbrella term which means energizing exercise. That's any exercise that generates energy. Uh, now, now the the magic side of that is that any exercise can actually be turned into a qigong. So even things like uh, ironing or, or or washing clothes or mowing the lawn, when you understand the principles of qigong, they can be turned into an energizing exercise. And one of the, if you see qigong itself, the word as uh, music, then when you hear things like tai chi, which more people have heard of, tai chi is a style of music. It's a style of qigong. So there are many different styles of qigong. And qigong can be very much on a physical basis, so which is qigong, but then you can get into very um, yoga yoga style uh, exercises or Taoist yoga, which is called neigong, and then eventually he, he even goes into meditational style exercises, which would be called shengong. So it, there's lots of words I'm throwing at you, but all the, the, the emphasis is in Taoist arts, everything is mind, body, spirit. Everything has a, a physical attribute, a, med, a mental attribute, and a spiritual attribute. And it's all interconnected to this energy. So the, the, the overall is that everything you do, whether it's mental, physical, or or uh, uh, spiritual, um, can be is all interconnected. It all has, you know, that that sort of. It all has the similar uh, a physical side, an emotional side, and a intellectual or spiritual side. And the whole idea is, is when you realise everything is energy, you can use all those different sides to generate energy in different ways. And also, then there's a divine, or there's a masculine side or a feminine side that doesn't necessarily mean men man or woman it actually more means you know the, 
a feminine side is more of the nurturing side more of the the understanding things from a in from a feeling point of view and the intuition point of view the masculine side is more the physical side or doing side which and understanding things on a more of an intellectual or scientific or or in a way practical point of view so the Tao is this mind, body, spirit. It's a masculine and fe feminine qualities or, or energies. And it's all bringing it all together to create a balance. That's probably the short answer, I think. <laughs> Nicely said. Uh, something you were saying when you were, I mean, you were aware of the shark, clearly, and the Star Wars kind of thing. Um, Raphael's mentioned it before, kind of, that's basically a, a very, I don't know how to put it, discreet representation of kind of some of the energetic history potentially of what our universe is going through and i actually recently got the galactic heritage cards that Raphael was reading from um with the number eight the arcturus energy and i believe in one of the cards it was saying that basically the orion colonies were seeded by lyrans and vegans and that the vegan mysticism like vega the star is where a lot of our kind of like esoteric and kind of um you know, magical thinking, kind of like Taoism and all this kind of stuff, comes from. Is that what your understanding was, or when you said it comes from another place in space? Like, what, what, what is your understanding of that? Right. So there's lots of um. So so I well, in China there's a word called menren, which means inside the door, which is sort of like the secret stuff. The you know the stuff we we don't we don't talk, sort of talk about as much. Um, esoteric, I'm notoriously known. For yeah 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 esoteric and yeah 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 you know beyond the standard stuff because like say the whole point of Taoism is is that there is no one level everything is 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 all blended together but what the in china what they don't talk about um and and i mean communism sort of come through in the last 110 years and 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 trying to hide this stuff or, or bury it or destroy it but um the the ancient uh, in china over 10,000 years ago they talk about there were three main beings or civilizations that brought uh information especially Taoism, um to to china or to the world um and they were the uh tall tall whites now the tall whites were seen to actually be either um nordic in in fashion um uh tall um over over six foot to nine foot tall blonde blonde hair blue-eyed uh uh human looking beings um which the chinese uh didn't want the west to know about because they didn't want to they didn't want the west to know that there are caucasians within their you know history that far back but the tall whites were also all the gray um what we call the grays you know the the tall uh aliens but in white um so they were one uh, sex of people who brought information. Well, is it really choppy to you or is it just me? Hold on one second. No, no, it's he's fine. You're kind of cutting in and out, and I don't know if it's from me. All right, cool. Just then you. keep going. I guess I, I'm going to pop off. Yeah, I'm going to pop off and reconnect, but keep going. So sorry to interrupt you, Paul. Keep going. 
Okay, no, it's all good. Um, so yes, yeah, so so they were the 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 tall whites associated in in China and Taoism. The tall blues were actually um, bird like in nature, and which are also found in Japan, the the bird people, and obviously also found in Egypt, the uh, Ra. Um, uh, amongst others, uh, were bird-like beings between nine and fifteen foot tall. They were another set of, of beings who brought Taoism and Taoist philosophy into China. And the final set were known as the Longa, uh, or um, sometimes are known as the Fu Dogs, which is in the. If you look at pictures of the Forbidden Temple. You see these dog-like creatures. Now, some people say they look like uh, like lions, hence the word "fu." Fu means lion in China. In China, but when you actually look at, look at them or how they were always uh, taught to me, they were dragon dogs, part dragon, part dog, um, and, and, and they dragging, were actually like a, um, the thing. The ball that they're holding in the Forbidden City is pretty important too. I think, right? Oh, it, it is the flower. It's the flower of life. It's it's right. it's a it's a three D representation of the flower of life. Uh, Sixty four circles um, uh, bound together. Where the the flower of life is the divine feminine. Also, it's the Torah field. The the, the which uh, in science everything is uh, everything is found to have a Torah field. The galaxies as well as cells as well as human beings. But the this goes back to this. Um, these complementary opposites the opposite to the flower life is um the um merkaba or also known as um metatron's cube as metatron's cube in his 64 pyramids interlocked together this is where you get like archangel metatron from um and it is the or in the flower of life, those 64 circles, it's opposite, or in science, when you, um, those, circ those circles or spheres, you, f you, the opposite of them would be 64 triangles, which is uh, the uh, Metatron's cube, which is basically an advanced Merkaba or Merkaba, which is also mentioned in the Bible as amongst other places. And the Merkaba is the Star of David. It's basically a triangle pointing up and a triangle pointing down. But in obviously, the ancient knowledge talks that these pictures or these symbols we see, they're not two D. They're they're three D. 3D and beyond, you know, so, so they actually not a circle, it's a sphere, and it's not a triangle, it's a pyramid, and these actually move, hence why they're 5D, because they're actually intermoving and, and reacting. So the dragon dogs were the, the, the guardians of the um of science and spirituality they were the guardians of the the feminine and the masculine of of, of heaven and earth so the dog represents very much you know the the the, the protectors of the earth or prote protectors but very much the physical the almost the masculine side and the dragon side is the spiritual and the heavens and and this is why the the dragon dogs were these this this combination kind of, of like two but they were said to be from the running story or something yeah uh, but but they were definitely meant in China. These were not myth. These were actual real life beings. Um, you said ten thousand years ago. 
Uh, well, it's ten thousand. Yes, ten thousand plus. Uh, yeah, years ago, is that that uh, Taoism was definitely brought in, and different things like feng shui, acupressure, Chinese medicine, um, all these sort of things were definitely introduced, and 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 it's very much like um, very much like the Star Wars story. D- d- you know, the Jedi wasn't one species; the Sith weren't one species they were multiple and in Taoism is the same thing is is Taoism is a philosophy rather than a one race or or a one thing um you know religion or system it, gotcha. it is followed by many people it's followed by many races I would say Bashar what Bashar talks, you know, because I studied Bashar quite a bit myself, and it's Taoist. It, it's 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 on, but you know, the don't get hook up on words. You know, you know what the first thing in Taoism, um, Lao Tzu or Lao Tzu's, as somebody as some people say, um, what um, the people said who, is not the Tao kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and and well, and listen to what he's saying. The Tao that can be named is not the true Tao. Is that when you're trying to say, "Oh, it's this," you you know, you're trying to describe the undescribable. So, so don't get too hooked up on saying, "Oh, this is this or that's that." And when I say, you know, I say American Indians are Taoists. I say, um, um, you know, the the Aboriginals are Taoists. Anybody who follows their natural path, their natural way, because Tao means your nat, you know, the way of. Um, hence why originally my when I first started doing teaching. Uh, back in 2000 um i was it was called the way of the you know the the way of uh what was the original name of the, the company because that is what the Tao means the way the path the balance so it's just understanding that it's just this it's your natural flow it's your natural way your so way. there's lots of gotcha yeah and, and i didn't mean to interrupt of... you if you were saying nordics were one the dog dragons were one what was the third species that came to china out of curiosity um, it was the uh, avians, the, the 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 blue. Well, the, there, there's more than one color, but the the avians, the bird-like people, Ra from obviously Egypt, um, and, and the others uh, in Japan. They were um, uh, in, in Japan. The uh, they were the birdmen. You'll actually find them in in a in Japan as well, um, and I mean now if you're into Corey Good information, the obviously he talks about the blue avians. Um, also, if you've ever heard of Ra, the Law of One, that's the 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 his their information, um, and it's all inter- it's all sort of interconnected. This information again, it's sort of another version of the Tao, another way, another path. Um, but when you listen to the information in general, it talks about finding this balance. It talks about you know seeing things, you know, um, on a more you know taking a step back. Is it's not about. Put- you know, saying this is right and this is wrong is understanding how the universe works. It's understanding there is this thing of free will, but there's also this thing of karma in the essence of like the Tai Chi symbol. Now, most people call it the yin yang. So the, 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 the sort of like two little fishes with two little dots inside. Its real name is Tai Chi. Tai Chi means the balance between the two, balance between the yin 
and the yang to create this universal balance so the balance between the feminine and the masculine it, the word yin yang actually means yin means shady side of hill yang means sunny side of hill but it's still the same hill so that's why it's tai chi when you say yin yang you're actually talking about opposing energies which our society at least been in for the last couple of couple of thousand years you know this very much of you know him against him against him or this against that males against females we've been very opposing energies rather than understanding everything is about balancing things off which i think is what's happening now is that we're getting to this this point in our society where things are falling apart because we've been so desperate to try to keep them opposing rather than understanding that in in the universe they eventually they need to be complementary they need to balance that's funny you say that i don't know if you're familiar with philip glass the american composer um but he has done a a soundtrack to a movie called kindness gotzi which is the translation of that, I think, Native American word, is life out of balance. And they're very beautiful documentaries of just kind of like, you know, basically uh, time lapse and all sorts of weird shit from the 80s um, of, you know, cities and airports and just random people and manufacturing and just kind of like, it's. I mean, it's very psychedelic. It's more. It's even more fun on psychedelics, but um, very trippy movie in general. Music is very surreal. Um, I'll send you a link if you haven't seen that. It's very profound. But yeah, what that title is getting to is Life Out of Balance, and what that's the whole point of Star Wars. It's not that there can't be any Sith, there just has to be a couple in relation to the Jedi, and they're trying to find the balance, and the whole drama is like this dance of finding that balance. Uh, Raphael, given everything you just said, do you have any kind of comments or thoughts? Well, uh, there's a few things, of course. First of all, thank you for kind of explaining that backstory. I'm always curious. I mean, I'm generally into Taoism. I haven't, quote unquote, penetrated that particular mystery far enough to be aware of some of the terms you mentioned and to be aware that, of course, also they are talking about these kind of strange beings. Um, basically, it is as you explained, and I think it's cool that you, you know, uh, see the foundational idea. I very much agree. You know, ultimately, if one has this Taoist understanding, anyhow, everyone can be left, you know, within their own belief systems and everything is good as it is, just as you mentioned at the very beginning. Um, however, it also allows one to see kind of the, you know, brotherhood of perennial philosophy or something or, you know, Taoism that is shared between many different, supposedly outwardly different ideologies or systems of understanding as you explained now with Taoism and Bashar, what I find most interesting, of course, is that you mentioned there are some kind of tall white greys. As you said quite correctly, there is the idea of the, let's say, tall white humans, talking about giants and just much taller humans, as also uh, described in the Bible. And, you know, lots of research is coming up on that front right now. Of course, they can also relate to the so-called uh, tall white greys, which then may either be some splinter group of the Zeta Reticuli race, out of which there may be all kinds of different ones, because when we get into this extraterrestrial realm or etheric realm, of course, the time and space coordinates can also become somewhat wonky. There's two more, which is the Maze and the Mazani. I think it's in particular the Mazani that would be uh, 
um, appropriate, this would be the second hybrid race created from humans and Zetas. So let's say uh, between the Sasani, which is Bashar's race, which would be the perfect middle point. Again, this Taoism idea. In their case, they represent, uh, in terms of species, the middle point between Zeta, so let's say very strong male mind focus, and human, which at least in this uh, spectrum would be the feminine uh, emotional aspect, I would say. Then you also mentioned the bird, uh, bird entities. First thing that came to mind was Rick and Morty bird person, you know, so even these things keep resurfacing in the waiting season for Birdman. <laughs> yeah, in the, yeah, indeed, in the most uh, popular, uh, you know, pop culture, it even appears, as you correctly mentioned, it appears in uh, Cory Good, whilst I'm not 100% vibing with all that he's uh, purporting. Even just reading the idea that, you know, Law of One comes up again, which anyone should read in original if you're interested also in Curry Good material, because then you get like the, you know, original stuff. Most highly recommended. And, uh, okay, then you mentioned a few other entities equally interesting. Also, this idea that, let's say, fantastical, mythical creatures were actually physical in the past. And, uh, then as a, last thing to mention or ask because of course all kinds of individuals are attracted for example to Taoism but I wonder how many are aware of the similarity between that system and as you pointed out many different esoteric systems probably many different religions who all kind of you know went beyond the threshold and got into neutrality and uh, uh, observer and uh, creatorship uh, perspective but then quite practically I'd like to ask in your uh, individual ontology, doesn't that throw out the Darwinian model of, um, let's say, gradual evolution and survival of the fittest completely out of the window? Yeah, I, oh, I love all of this. Um, right. Um, so, well, let's go. Let's start start the end for the beginning so yeah yes it does throw it all out out the window i think there's i i think this goes back to this opposing opposite period of time that we've been in the last couple of thousand years especially is that um without sounding too conspiracy theorist but it does matter We're okay here, with that but, yeah i know <laughs> way past that um yeah, way past that, I know. Um, the, 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 there are certain people that have have had belief systems put in place to make us think, oh, this is how things are. You know, it's been very much set that way, especially the people who want to control the narrative have definitely, you know, uh, put it, oh, you know, there is a natural progression, there's this. But th those same people will say that, that we're either the that Earth is the only you know life in the universe, or there isn't much you know where even science. The one thing I love with uh, where we are now is that science is catching up with spirituality. Science is catching up with ancient knowledge. All the stuff that the Taoists talk about, the dragon dog shaman. There are many different styles of Taoists um, in in Taoism. Funny enough, um, and the the one uh, type, the dragon dog shaman, are the they are the keepers of the dragon dog information. There and dragon dog the, the 
the dragon dog philosophy is almost like quantum physics. It is both science and spirituality blended in one. So the whole point is that in Taoism in general is that the whole universe is alive, the whole universe is conscious, that if when you want if you want to sort of use the word God, God is a collective consciousness. It it created this universe, this reality, and there are many uh, this is not the only one, but it created this universe and this reality to experience life as an individual, to experience life in a separate way rather than being a collective consciousness. So within the Tao's viewpoint is that the Tao, the Tao that cannot be named, the Tao is is observing everything that's going on, and and it is the Tao created God created the universe from itself. Um, it's, it very much says this in rather um, the law of one and other philosophies is that that the universe is a petri dish. The universe is this uh, place to observe, but what's happened? There are games within games within games. There are people in this in this reality that know more than we tend to uh, come into different light. We live over and over again, and each time we come in, we tend to forget what we knew because it because if we remember if we knew who we really were if we knew all the information it would sort it's sort of like playing a game when you know all the rules already or, or you know you know how to get to everywhere it sort of becomes boring so the essence of having amnesia allows us to experience things in a new way and but what happens with that is certain people have remember more than others and have used this to their advantage and they've set up rules and set up things to work for their for for their advantage so this whole thing of oh you know life has been uh gradual and it's grown up this way that that philosophy has been set in play to to restrict certain people or or to make it better for uh, other people or other beings and one of the big un one of the interest most interesting things for me is that all the ancient cultures, Law Law One, Bashar, they all talk about free will. Is that there is this big thing of free will. And so therefore, when people want to control others, what you have to understand is that uh, is that to control others you have to get their permission so there's this big thing of we in uh, on earth we you know that people like live in fear well if if you live in fear by that by giving fear or by by accepting a certain thing you're giving permission to be to be controlled or or things to happen in a certain way there's a very interesting thing uh, ironically because sometimes it's overt where it's like yes i'll take off my shoes to fly in america or something but sometimes it's more subtle than that Oh yeah, well, this is this is the thing. Is consciousness? There are so many levels of consciousness that it. A lot of it is the yeah is very super subtle, and it's almost, you know, my teachers always talked about is that um if every if society knew they're immortal their consciousness not their body but their consciousness is immortal and you live over and over and over again and also that there is no 
you know, the, the, this whole thing, oh, like heaven and hell and you're trapped there for eternity. Well, actually, you know, you can leave any time you wish, but it's about giving yourself permission to. If you realised you were mortal, if you realised consciously at least that you could choose any path you want to, how many people would be living the lives they are right now? How many, you know, if you suddenly, you know, realised that this, you know, everything is important but also everything is just you know it's not important at the same time meaning um you know this life is important but but you know if you if somebody threatens to to kill you and they ki and they kill you you'll 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 pop back up you'll you'll, the whole you'll be somewhere else thing, but right like darth you don't know how powerful i am i'm part of a bigger hole strike me down whatever yeah and and uh i mean i'll i'll because i'm notoriously known for doing this i'll i'll uh, you know, I'll let a little cat out of the bag. Um, uh, I'll the men ren the inside the door stuff is that I my teachers taught um, uh, taught private industries um, and uh, uh, taught different agencies, and so I was connected to different agencies. And the alphabet agencies in America um, made it very very clear that um, Stargate, Star Trek. Um, uh oh what's the other one? Star Wars. Star Wars is a history channel. Star Stargate and Star Trek are are documentaries. You know, um they were basically saying that these were soft disclosures, that they because of the way the universe works, you have to declare what you're doing. So there's information out there, you know, um in public, so you know what's 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 going on, whether it's Which kind of plays or otherwise. Programming is kind of what you're getting at. Oh, 100%. You know, the whole point of, um, you know, 9-11, there was, you know, there was there was hints of that in in Simpsons. There was hints of that in Mario Brothers, the movie. The, you know, you can find, you know, and, and people say, oh, well, that's coincidence. Well, is it? it? Just because just because you don't know the whole story, does that mean nobody does? You know, that's the, that's the thing. You know, you have to understand that I think there's lots <coughs> going on the secret space uh, program, you know, um, these entities, these, um, I, I, again, from the alphabet agencies, I once joked with uh, a couple of alphabet agency guys saying, so, so guys, when are you going to admit that unicorns, uh, uh, unicorns, mermaids and Bigfoot are, are real? And they turned around, looked and the guy I'm thinking of never joked. He's deadly serious. He says, "Yeah, well, we know they're from other other uh, dimensions, and that parts of uh, parts of the Earth, um, the veil is very thin, and they can slip it in and out. And we're we're, we're fully aware, and we've got that under control. So, the ancient stories of all the ancient stories, they're not myths. They're, they're real. And, and there's guys that are in different agencies that are fully aware of this, fully know that these realities exist. But what happens is, is that consciousness affects the 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 reality the the veils of the reality and so if consciousness is pushed that this doesn't exist they make they make those veils thicker and thicker and thicker so they can't slip through so when when the you know we talk about like like Santa Claus or we talk when we were kids in Fairies. certain movies they say oh 
well, yeah, but they they say, oh, you have to believe, you have to believe for it to for it for you to see it. Um, they're actually they're actually being honest. They're being the truth. Is that your belief? It's not about belief. It's about <coughs> it's about increasing the energy of reality to be able to see see that thing when you look into science and science itself states that we that physical matter that the human eye only sees less than one percent of physical matter what actually exists in the universe we only see less than one percent um you, uh, it is also known that the eyes can actually pick up ultraviolet they can pick up infrared but our brains have been turned off to that fact. Um, you, so, you know, there is so much more out there that we, ha in myths, we call, oh, ghosts. Ghosts are just that our consciousnesses that are in another reality that that are, you know, if you see them, that's because that veil is, is thinner where you are, but also you're, you know, you have more energy in you to be able to see that, see that being, you know, ghosts are, are just entities from other realities or, or, you know, and we talk about extraterrestrials, you also have extra dimensionals you know it's not just it's it, it's not just um you know from another plane or 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 it, it the, there are many different realities there are many different dimensions that exist here all at once um it, it's well, so out of curiosity you know, it's what the is fact your we don't see them what is your theory i mean do you believe in yugas or is there a, a model for yugas in taoism how what would you say is happening in the grand drama of life where people are hiding information in plain sight and kind of being gatekeepers? That seems less preferable than not. Um, I think, like, I agree with you in terms that we're going into, like, more of an age of Aquarius or whatever, where it's, like, open information and democratization and globalization, all this stuff, kind of brotherhood and sisterhood of love and light, all that kind of stuff is kind of coming back online. We're remembering it. But what is your... How, how do you make sense of things like, you know... I mean, I don't know if you've seen Dark Crystal, the movie, or the Netflix Age of Resistance, but Skeksis-type people, um, gatekeepers, essentially, making it not only just hard to access, quote, truth, but also denying it and causing coercion. Like, do you believe that we're in, a, like, a Kali Yuga, per se, or how do you look at this kind of thing? The past um, couple thousand years, I guess. Yeah, yeah so, so, so the, well, everything... <sighs> Uh, yes, so are, you know, it's uh, all good, I, I think. So we're learning a lesson through this. We're choosing to do this. Like as Bashar said, we're giving ourselves permission slips to do this. So there seems to be kind of a dance where, like, all right, we want. I mean, I've heard Alan Watts talk about it, where it's like we we're in a drama and we forgot it's a drama, and then we basically are highly entertained with the good guys almost almost getting you know messed up, but they come you know they win in the end, and the bad guys never quite win. So it's this like weird balancing of the forces like that but i just wanted to know how you kind of make sense of given that you think it's and i mean i don't disagree necessarily but given that you are saying that it's all good like how do you make qualitative judgments in terms of preference right so right so so, so very much right so so the very Taoist point of view um is there is no good or bad there just is now uh, it's interesting that 20 years ago i'd say that and 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 i could get myself stoned and i don't mean by drugs um you know like pe people would would get very aggressive because you know they didn't oh what about hitler what about this what about that um 
the the doubt the pure Taoist point of view is right. So everything is free will, everything is cycles. So we go through these cycles. So this cycle that we're going through, we've been through billions of times before, maybe in different ways, but is this yeah, overall everything is the same. But the biggest thing um, in this reality is the reason why there is no good or bad that just is, because this is all just energy. It's all just we, this universe has these good guys and bad guys. But if you're immortal and the fact that however many times you kill me, I just come back again and again and again. So if, you know, how is kid, if, if this is all just, a, a training tool and an experience to learn that how can they be bad because you know yes you know if you're merging somebody that 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 we make that as a bad as a bad thing it's considered a bad thing but if we're all actually immortal and we're all just here experiencing energy and, and learning stuff then why is that you know it, it, and i'm not saying go out and go murdering because that that's that's not a thing for me for me i think we should be working on building up your energy and and growing and expanding but the whole point is is that our perceptions shape our reality so when you uh, I, I, maybe an easier way to say it is this is that I'm known a bit as Boggy the Ghostbuster. Is that I've been to uh, I, I've been to uh, um, X uh, um, concentration camps in Germany. I've been to X um, uh, uh, prison camps in in uh, Russia, K KGB camps, and they're supposed to be super super um, uh, have ghosts and 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 uh, possessions and and poltergeist and and you know things fly about all the time and I've, uh, over England as well. Been to all these haunted houses and as soon as i turn up everything stops um and and it freaks people out especially the, the people who work there you know is that i go in and the thing's normally flying around the room and it all stops and they don't understand and then as soon as i leave it all kicks off again and they say you know what what happens is that in my my realm my energy field is that i do not allow anything um to enter that doesn't help me grow so so those entities that darkness has to have permission to be you know even in their own realms in their in in their own realities if things want to control and manipulate things in a certain way um it it has to still have have permission it has to have your permission is that you as an entity you are uh, you are as powerful as anything else that exists but if you do not accept your own power if you do not accept your own belief of that power you can't you you can't uh you know um use that free will um uh on, on anything else or nothing can control you if you don't allow it to happen it doesn't mean that i can't get run over and die because yeah I, I i still haven't figured out how to change that one yet um that takes more power but um but but the whole point is 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 this understanding of that things work in a certain if the universe works in a certain way and there's this is why Bashar and Ra they talk about the whole free will concept that you know is, is permission slips you there is this whole premise on permission slips and you you have to you, there are lots of subconscious ones inside you that you have to work through that this is this what what 
this is what shadow work is all about. It's it's about knowing that you know you have to clear these this past stuff and understand that everything is about consciousness and aware awareness. When you're more aware of these different realities and you start to l work through them, that less things can control and manipulate. Um, but it it's also about building up your own energy and your own understanding. And I think my finger keeps slipping. So that's maybe why <laughs> I keep the, that's why the mic goes on and off maybe because uh, my finger good, keeps huh? slipping off the button. That is one of the disadvantages of uh, push to talk on this app, but uh, I, it's all good. Next time you come on, we can explain how to do it differently. Um, so two things uh, you were briefly touching on. Um, the and I, Raphael, if you have anything you want to ask or interject, feel free. Um, the kind of flower of life and the Metatron's cube. We had talked about that on your show before. Um, this gets kind of into Nassim Harriman territory a little. Uh, and it's, uh, do you just look at that as describing the kind of negative and positive polarization aspects of the Tao? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, well, the, <laughs> What so so uh, yeah? I have a little bit, you know, negative, positive, as in like energy, you know, you know, like, like masculine, but, feminine, yes, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's the it's the yin yang. Uh, the the only reason you know I I bring that because this whole thing of you've got to remember the words you use, you're accepting certain permission slips for them so so this is why i'll always say well negative and positive as in um as in you know the masculine and and feminine but yes they are the two because this reality has this yin and yang coming together that creates tai chi yes you have the the and and nissan herman the biggest thing with nissan herman for me was the I grew up with all this dragon dog shaman stuff about they were talking about it, that all these different beings that came to us, a lot of them talked about they came through our Stargate and the Stargate was either the sun or the center of our earth. But, but, you know, there is basically, and, and that there is, um, a network of 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 tunnels or a network of of um uh energy like um energy tunnels that they go from each star each planet that everything uh can connect through uh, i think Corey good has also mentioned this as well um and it was interesting when nissan herman nissan herman totally believed oh he he said from the evidence he was seeing that inside the center of the sun was a, a black hole and e each star exactly the same the, that the evidence that um he, he that the scientific evidence was showing that there is the likelihood that there is a a black hole in every single uh, star the i was hearing this when i was 14 15 years old from the uh, from my teachers who were dragon dog shaman and barefoot well Taoists in general but they would say that the uh, the dragon dog shaman talked about um that every star had a black hole but also that we were full of black holes inside our atoms in every single atom, there is a black hole at the center. And the black hole is a portal. It's a portal to anywhere in the universe and any, any, and back what they would call back to the Tao, back to source, back to collective consciousness. Um, 
so that that anywhere in so so this idea of linear travel we travel from here to there yes you can do that but you can also at the same time focus on that energy and pop from one place to the other that all times all locations exist at, at everywhere and at the same time and at the same point that everything's ha you know the the Taoist concept i think B bashar talked about this as well is that everything happens all at once there is no you know linear this idea of linear travel or linear time is an illusion and and this whole thing of like so the flower life under the the dragon dog's foot is also the merkaba inside that is a merkaba the mel yin and yang the the plus and negative exists all at the same time if that makes sense it does um i rafael did you have anything you want to kind of talk about before i ask my other question um for now go ahead no uh, so that's fascinating i have i mean i guess it's for the sake of experience that we experience time and stuff do you feel that there's any risk to untethering from i mean this is a weird way to put it if we're full of black holes are you worried that you can like lose your place in time space or i mean i guess the presupposition is it's all happening now you can't get lost you're already there yeah, you can just now. realize that you're already everywhere that's the only issue you can run into i guess well then i i mean i kind of say can you get splintered into another reality that you forget this one like this seems like a pretty decent one i guess i like being here that's why we're we here, got right? splintered into this reality and forgot about all the other ones so that would be my answer it, it, but the it's call. a two-way door yeah, yeah, very much. I agree with uh, Raphael uh, very much. That I, I think, I think the interesting. Well, I, I think this is where um, the Mandela effect uh, uh, kicks in, and and or deja vu is 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 the fact is again. A, the, the doubt for me, a lot of the stuff I talk about. You know, a lot of if if you look at Taoism in the west very much you'll see you you half the stuff i'm talking about you won't see it it's still in china it's it's kept very quiet they they talk you know it because they don't want to you know a lot of this information is still restricted and especially like i say through communism and elsewhere but i think very much there's this whole thing of of we we still think in a linear way oh you know if i do this it's going to fracture the universe well what you know you go into quantum physics and they talk about multiverse theory and the Taoists talked about is that there's all these different realities you know there there is there is all these there's a reality where um you know we're having this conversation there's a reality where all three of us never met or all three of us already know each other and everything else that every possible conceivable reality exists and you know, if you go from that viewpoint, then there is again there is no good or bad because if everything is is exists, then there can't be any fracturing. All there can be, and I know Bashar talks about this, is is that um, is that in truth your consciousness slips through different realities all the time. That that you know, if you start perceiving a certain thing, um, I know I well, I know I've done it where I've I've you know uh, 
you know woken up or or spoken spoke to a friend and and they're saying oh you know about you know the when we went when we went to a a fun fair last week can i go i didn't go to a fun fair last week with you yes you did we went did we did this this and this and then and then the next day i say where did that come from the fun fair uh, thing and then they'll go what fun fair what are you talking about um so i've i've experienced you know those you know where alternative yeah yeah and and i think i think it's this thing of and and this is where i very much resonated with the bashar idea was is that we slip in and out of different realities all the time um and it's this whole thing of it's where your consciousness is at that point it's where you what you're perceiving and how you perceive it and so when people talk about oh you know the the end of day scenarios or you know end of the world scenarios um uh, and oh you know the yuku uh, um a fire and wh- is there going to be a solar flash and will it wipe everything out and it's like well what what do you want what reality do you want to choose what what do you want to focus on i think it's i think it's more i think part of this um ascension i think ascending is realizing how much uh control you actually have and how how much you can actually you know focus on on these realities how you can tune the radio the universal radio into a different frequency um and 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 pick and pick an alternative reality how you stay there that's where i'm having trouble on because like i say uh, i've been in realities where where certain things didn't happen or did happen and then and then the next day it can fl- it can flip back um be rather but confusing, it, it's I'm all sure. about just yes yes especially like you know you know as i did said I pay the bills when... or not in this reality <laughs> oh, oh well yeah 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 well that's a whole different thing but um yes i mean uh, for now at the moment for me they they're sort of big big little things like i say you know like one day a whole group of people are saying we all went to the fair and the next day didn't uh, and nothing uh, not yet anyway have i done like a, a back to the future part three episode where where um where you know everything's uh changed but but i think it's it's this thing of i do think things are merging i think it's all about energy the more energy because this goes for me that what that what i was just talking about is the same as the whole fairies and can you see fairies can you see um dinosaurs or even can you can you see a unicorn and and i think it's where where you where is your energy at what level is your energy at and where are you on the for now where are you on the planet because i know there are places on the planet it's far easier to see these things than others um uh but because because the veil is thinner or there's more energy however you want to put it um but um i definitely know that there's and again it's this thing of um the people you surround yourself also affect what what happens as well if you have people who very much don't believe in you know have a very um a very one set way of thinking about things then definitely things don't happen if you're if you're with people surrounded by people who are very open-minded uh, and or, or very much folk want to focus on a certain thing then that will very much happen because i know 
I, I met the monks from Tibet that created the golem. I don't know if you ever heard of that story. But there I know was what a, a golem is, a, but go on with that. I haven't heard the story. Right, so there was there was a group. This was back in I think it was late sixties that uh, the uh, these group of Tibetan monks um, wanted to um, show you know they they talked about the ancient stories and and, and the golems um, in, in ancient Tibet and these I think there was about twelve of them um, that um, spent about a week uh, doing their meditation, doing their stretching, doing their qigong. So so in the Eastern philosophy, stretching, qigong, and meditation is how you raise your vibration. Doing all three, you stretch the mind, you stretch the body, and you stretch the spirit. Um, and they 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 practiced that for over a week, and then this golem appeared um and and it and existed for about two weeks or it was there for two weeks then it disappeared again um and you know the, the, they were very adamant that you know it definitely existed and they said it was through their collective consciousness they created it or at least i think they brought it into this reality rather than created they just brought it into this reality and i i think it's this very much this thing of is that that i know the FBI um, have done uh, a case studies with two thousand back in the nineties. They did two thousand people in um, Washington uh, meditating on peace and love, and they dropped the crime rate by twenty five percent. They then did a test uh, with seven thousand people worldwide, and they dropped the crime and acts of terror um, um, globally by eighty percent um, over. A week. Um, and even recently, and there was, was... A, a, an eclipse or something, and the Schumann resonance was affected by a mass meditation. So we know that it affects yep. these things. Yeah, yeah, and the, the Schumann resonance was affected again just a couple, just a, there was that one, but just, a, uh, I think it was last week, or there was another mass meditation. Um, and not in a uh, not in a, an eclipse just a couple of weeks ago, and it was affected again. Is that we are, you know, the the reality can be changed in two ways. This is how I was taught. Reality can be changed in two ways. If you have, it can either be changed personally by massive amounts of energy. That energy needs to be generated inside you through, again, through meditation, through chi, through qigong and through yoga or, or stretching. Um, or it can be collected. It can be generated by mass. So you either do it with a mass amount of people, all all focusing on it together and they write and you can you can create through that way or through individuals with mass amount of power either way it takes a lot of energy but it's whether you do it through mass or do it through individuals and that's i think is the biggest and 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 that is because or things are getting more easier for this to happen because universally and the clock is moving around to the age of Aquarius. Um, I think that was the whole point of the, the Mayan prophecy was never, you know, when people talk about, oh, the Mayans said it was the end of the world, then that, that doesn't make no sense at all. More. Because, well, yeah, because there was another nine calendars after that one. How, how can it be the end of what? How can it be the end of the world if there's a they already created another nine stone tablets? So, I've you seen know, a great the, like far side or something where they're like, "Hey, let's freak people out and say it ends here." Or something. You know, it's like I don't know how it all works. 
Um, we might be running out of time, so I don't want to. I wanted to ask one more question, um, and I, I'm not needing to cut you off. I want to get you back on here. You're a very interesting character in this dream Peter called life, uh, and I've always appreciated your energy. You're really fun. But um, I was looking at your website, and it says the five spirit horses. What is that? <laughs> right. So uh, within the so within Taoist culture. Uh, the, the, uh, so the five spirits or so in Chinese in China is called the five spirit horses, um, and the three riders. Um, and it's a Chinese love metaphors and, and, and basically your consciousness, you have five wild horses, five spirit horses. And those five spirit horses are your meridians, the energy channels in the body, your chakras. So the meridians are closest to your physical uh, health and well-being. Uh, um, the chakras, which are closest to your emotional health and well-being. The aura, which is closest to your spiritual health and well-being. The <coughs> the Merkaba, which is the divine masculine energy or the metatron's cube um the uh the flower life which is also the torah which is the divine fem feminine energy and then the dantians now the dantians dantian means cinnabar field or power cell and they're free power cells one one stores chi so the short chi sound is physical vitality Jing is emotional vitality, also known as prana in 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 uh, Sanskrit, um, and Shen is spiritual vitality. So the three riders are these three dantians, and they fuel or govern all these energy systems. And all these energy systems are the energy systems of your consciousness. So just like in a physical body, you have bones and 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 veins and and blood vessels and muscles and, and tendons in our energy conscious according to the ancient knowledge which is i say Taoism, but the ancient knowledge is supposed to come from these other races they talk about the meridians the chakras the aura uh the merkaba the torah field and the dantians and originally they were all known as part of the same system and then through our time in the last ten thousand years of our time um uh, yoga kept kept with the chakras uh the uh, chinese medical system kept with the, the meridians and the dantians the aura came more western and they talk about aura in the light the merkaba with well, the merkaba went into judaism went in, in into hinduism went into into christianity a little bit the star david um and uh, and and flipped around a bit oh tibet as well with, with uh the merkaba and then the flower life were that slipped around places but the original concept where all of these systems are part of your consciousness are your almost like if your consciousness had a body which it doesn't but if your consciousness had a body that body would consist of meridians chakras auras merkaba torah field and antiens but so the anatomy of the consciousness in a sense Yes, but but we, what what you have to understand is, as I'm I'm hitting my hit in the air firmly, is what you have to understand is that's not just for humans. That's for everything. Everything has meridians, chakras, auras, Merkaba, a Torah field. The earth has meridians. They are called ley lines or dragon lines in China. The chakras, the different vortexes or energy points. 
the Merkaba science is actually put a Merkaba in in a planet or uh, on, on a sphere um, in in our whole solar system, and at the points of the Merkaba, you will find energy vortexes. In We've actual fact, the that, um, uh, with the guy from the Welcome to the Golden Page, he was getting into that the polygonal nature of the insides of the yeah. uh, spheres. Yeah, yeah, and, and and so so yeah, you know, and you'll find that in the sun. You put a Merkaba, and you you work, you know, go by the north and the south of any any sphere, and you will you'll find the points. Uh, the the Bermuda Triangle is one of those points, but it's not the only one. We talk about we only focus on Bermuda Bermuda Triangle, but there are other points. You put it on Saturn or Pluto, and you'll see energy swirls when you go by the north and south, which is the yin and the yang when you go by you know by the north and the south you'll find those points and the flower life is a flower life so the 64 circles are meant to turn in on themselves it's meant to be moving we did things the stationary because we didn't have the ability back then to draw things that could move you know um you know now with computers we do but this the 64 circles of the flower life is meant to be a sphere that's why the dragon dogs hold a ball and it's meant to turn in on itself because it is the torah field it's a donut a donut shape energy and again that happens in on the earth the you know you you see that in, in, in on the atmosphere um you'll see that on the sun everything has has a torah field the galaxy you know you see this torridic nature but it's just another it's it's the feminine to the masculine it's the yin to the yang well damn that's hot as paris hilton would say um rafael did you have any kind of comments or questions before we wrap it up well, I think uh, that's already a perfect closing comment. There's much more to uh, share and explore and discuss. However, I just say we wind it down and, and I'm already looking forward to the next time. I'm pretty sure Sifu means teacher, right? Um. Oh, yeah. Yes. See, well, Sifu means in 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 again in in the West we made it sound like teacher or master, but actually it means parent, guide, or muse. It's somebody who points doesn't tell you how it's going to be, but points you in the direction. So, so almost like I, the midwife of the Arcturus it. card. Your midwifing creativity and midwifing information. Yeah, and and I do it be, because I'm I'm the balancer between chaos and calmness, boggy. Um, I do it in a fun way. I I'm slightly childlike. I like being silly. I like having fun. Um, and you know, and and so yeah, I can give a load of information, and then I'll you know do something silly, or I wear a silly hat, or because the whole idea is that you know, yes, this is all important, but don't take yourself or anything else too seriously. The paradox of the Tai Chi of all reality, it seems. Well, I want to thank you for coming on, Sifu Bagi. Uh, you're a very cool cat in my book, and I, I, it's always a pleasure to cross paths. We'll get you on here as soon as possible again. Um, I guess if there, I, you have a website, I think it's sifubagi.com, correct? 
Uh, yes, www.seafoodboggy.com. That's that's the main one for now. Um, I actually, all, uh, yeah, and I do. I teach a lot of what I do. I teach, so I do qigong online all over the world, and we actually have a um, spiritual network called the Way of Conscious Mindfulness the Tribe TV, where we, uh, where myself and some other hosts, we talk about a lot of what we talk about here which you can't necessarily talk about publicly or at least on Facebook or YouTube without somebody trying to want to ban you. Um, so we talk about, you know, raising consciousness and awareness. So anybody interested in that, uh, look up on uh, com, or you can also find me on YouTube under the same name, Seafood Boggy, uh, or Instagram or even TikTok because, you know, you've got to be oh, everywhere. Or at least I am. Yeah, you have a TikTok. I don't even have a fucking TikTok. Good job. Uh, so anyway, yeah, that's, it's been a pleasure. I mean, I guess this makes me more aware of the fact how little I really do know. Uh, so it's always fun to kind of get splashed with the curriculum of life in a new way. And it's very inspiring. Makes me definitely, uh, want to more investigate Taoism as a whole. Uh, but thanks for coming on again. And, uh, yeah, I guess if I have to say anything, it's just like, Let's get further up and further in this bitch, y'all. Like, there's a lot of information out there. It's it's a game, but let's have fun. Oh, very much so. Yeah, that's how you've got to see it. It's there's always more to learn. And hey, I don't know everything. There's always more to learn. And uh, I've enjoyed this immensely, guys. And if you, yeah, I'm happy to come back whenever you want. So uh, let us know and uh, see you all in the future. Take care. Love, chin chin. Awesome. Thank you, Sifu. Uh, thank you, Jim. I was about to say, you know, at last, someone who knows what's up, of course, yeah. then being humble at the very same time, you know, and all of these understandings, I think, as an introduction and brief outline, it was amazing. Everybody go check out the website just to anyone understanding the spelling. It's S-I-F-U-B-O-G-G-I-E.com. That's sifubagi.com. Yeah, catch y'all on the other side, see you in the now, and uh, as always, enjoy yourselves. Thanks so much. Radio Boggy, talk, 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 talk.